Okay, so it has been an amazing year. A lot of things took place. And of course, as I normally do, I go over the things that I predicted, things that I got right, things that I got wrong. And of course, I got a lot wrong. As usual, I say I am no Nostradamus because I am not. I can't predict the future. However, a lot of things that I did think was going to happen this year did. So I'm pretty excited about that. We're going to dive into that and, of course, give my forecast, my predictions for the upcoming year, 2024, what I expect to happen within the NFT space. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Okay, so for the seven predictions that I went through last year was hit and miss. I got a lot right, but as I said, I got a lot wrong. So number one, I said we would have more reliance on the EVM because spreading things out, of course, going to layer twos and so forth. And here's the thing. I kind of got this one right, but I didn't properly measure it. There's lots of sources that I can go to actually see blockchain activity and so forth. One of my favorite places to go is Dapper Radar, but unfortunately, I never put in a measurement to see what was happening last year at this time compared to this year. Right now, there's a lot of activity on Layer 2s, probably half of the top 10 most active wallets, volume, and so forth. Our EVM chains However, I didn't measure it last year. I can't really say that I got it right or wrong, but just based on the way things are going, people are speaking about DeFi and NFTs, and I would say this might be true. However, I just cannot verify it because I don't have the data to back it. So unfortunately, I can't say I'm either right or wrong in this particular category. But number two, I said Solana will not die. And this can be recorded at a more perfect time because obviously that did not happen. At the time, a lot of people were saying Solana was dead. Of course, everything that happened with FTX, DGA, and Utes were being ported over. A lot of projects were saying they're abandoning the chain. But I just knew by looking at the development community, what was going on, the hacker houses, the fact that the Saga phone, which wasn't successful. However, developments like that just made me know that the community that were building things was still gung-ho about this particular chain and cool things were coming in the future. And if you look at price right now, I mean, it's just obvious that all the attention has shifted back to Solana. So if nothing else, that maybe made up for what I said with the last one where I just didn't measure it. Well, this one is very obvious. You can see where price was last year, the amount of activity, the sentiments in the space. Everyone's bullish on Solana now. So that was the easiest one I got right. Number three, I said NFTs would be rebranded as far as like the name, because a lot of people started to shift away from saying NFTs. They just didn't like it anymore. It had a bad stigma. All sorts of different things were related to it. So people were starting to say things like digital collectibles, which is very funny because when I first came into the space on wax, that was what I was collecting. I was collecting digital collectibles. So it was just ironic to me that certain people were starting to go back to that vernacular saying that, yeah, uh, that's what we're going back to, digital collectibles. However, it's kind of 50-50 on this one. Same thing too. A lot of people, rather than rebranding it, changing the name of NFTs, they're just putting blockchain technology into various things. And they're incorporating it in ways without it saying NFT upfront. But I can't say that it was rebranded. Someone had to take the L for that one and say, I didn't rightfully predict that. Number four, I said Microsoft was going to backtrack and dive into NFTs. Yeah, have to take the L for this one as well. 
absolutely wrong on that case because Microsoft has doubled down, heavily invested into AI at this point. The 50% share in OpenAI and all of that and like their shift and their attention is gone over there. I haven't heard anything about Minecraft and how Microsoft is going to introduce blockchain technology into Xbox or anything of that ecosystem. I just heard nothing of that. Um, things might be happening and brewing behind the scenes, but publicly, I, I just don't know. So I'm going to have to definitely take the L. Number five, I said Apple was going to increase their Web3 presence. And again, I'm going to take the L. Now, I have no idea what they're doing behind the scenes, but with the Apple Pro Vision coming out and all of that stuff, I thought they were going to sort of lean into the whole metaverse play and try to take over from what Mark was doing with Meta. But... Uh, I, I can't say I, I got to take another L on that one. I just have heard nothing about Apple embracing Web3 technology, blockchain, NFTs. So yeah, totally wrong. Number six, I said in-app NFTs would start to become the norm. And I will kind of take the win for this one in the sense that it really hasn't escalated to the point where I could say every app store app is integrating that stuff. However, that is what we're starting to see right now because the user interface, people understand apps. They go to app stores, they just put it on their phone and so forth. So incorporating that in various ways, just like what we saw with the Reddit activation, uh, Upland, quite a few other ones. There's NFTs that are built into these apps. And I think that's what's kind of the missing element, if you will, from adoption. And when I say adoption, because where I am currently recording, it is in Jamaica, and most people skipped the laptop desktop revolution and just went straight to mobile phone. And that's the case around the world. A lot of places, Southeast Asia, Africa, they went straight to mobile phones. Some people have multiple smartphones before they ever had a desktop. And I think that's why app adoption and integrating NFT technology in it, and I'm still bullish on that one. However, it's just not as fast as I expected, but it is happening. So I guess to kind of save face, I'm going to give myself the win for this one. And lastly, I said NFTs go corporate, meaning that different corporations, different businesses were going to adopt it. And I have to definitely take the W for this one in the sense that what we're seeing over on Polygon right now, they are activating corporations like nobody's business. They are bringing these companies in. They are holding their hands. And it's almost like blockchain as a service right now, what's happening over on the Polygon ecosystem. So I think they have a very unique thing going out of all the other chains, all the other ecosystems, how they're onboarding the Starbucks, the Reddicks, the Disneys, and so forth. I think they have the first mover advantage in that area. And I think they're continuing to bring in more corporate entities. And I think just amazing what they're doing over there. So as far as NFTs going corporate, I have to just say, if it wasn't for Polygon, I probably would have to take an L on this one, but they are definitely going forward. And not to mention, I don't want to discount my my OG favorite, Wax. Um, Wax got me into the space, but they are onboarding a lot of companies as well. So a lot of what Wax is built for and how they're set up for is cheap NFTs at scale. That's what they can do as a layer one. And that's what they've been doing. Their activations have always been with the Funkos, Nickelodeons, and fairly inexpensive under $100 NFTs. And they're going out to the masses. So I think that's going to continue. Whether or not Wax is going to pick up steam in this market, I don't really know. But I can definitely say what Polygon's doing, that's not going to stop anytime. And I think that's the niche that they really carved out. So that brings the grand total to a tie. I know it's hard to have a tie with seven, and that's the reason why I did seven. But with number one, I can't say if it was a win or a loss. But I definitely had three L's, three W's, and then 50-50 as far as what's going on with the EVMs. I think that there is more reliance on EVMs than before if you break up the space and how it's spread across. However, I just don't know. I didn't measure it, and unfortunately, I can't claim that. So I'm just going to say it's a wash. So 50-50, three and a half wrong, three and a half right. 
Again, no Nostradamus, but it was fun. At least I didn't get them all wrong. So as far as 2024, what I expect will be happening within this space in 2024, some great things. And uh, first and foremost, I'm going to go out there, going to get you, uh, give you my hot take, if you will, right off the bat to get you interested in all of this. I think the Pudgy Penguins are going to flip the board Apes. As far as their floor price, I just see what's happening within their ecosystem, how they're building a brand, how they've reached out, not only the Walmart activations, but if you look at their Giphys, if you look at just all the things that they're doing on Instagram, just people that are using their gifts, their emojis, and all sorts of different things, I just think that they're doing some great things to onboard people outside of Web3, and their brand is only growing and becoming more popular. I mean, how many other NFT projects can you say is in Walmart selling toys to kids that never had a wallet, right? So I think some great things are going there. And on the other hand, I think that there is so much confusion in the world of Yuga that Basie is, well, I mean, honestly, I hate to say it, but I don't think there's anywhere for them to go at this point than down because they've been up so much and they're doing some great things. And I want Basie to win. I'm not against Basie. I am by no means throwing shade at them or whatever. It's just that when you have soared so high, uh, there's really only one way to go. You can't go up. So I just believe that unlike the CryptoPunks where you literally have to have nothing, like they don't have to deliver anything, just their provenance, their art, the fact that they were historic in the sense that that's what really made the 10 thousand pfps whatever you want to call it uh popular i think there's no way for them to go they're just going to stay where they're at however with basie they're going to have to deliver and i just think they've spread themselves so thin i don't know what they are if they're retailers if they're an experiential company having events if they're a video game company a a cool kids club throwing what are they I, i don't know so I think because the message is so fragmented and fractioned, I I just don't think they're going to maintain. Whereas I think Pudgies are on a unified front with one goal, one mission, and it's very clear what they're doing. They're activating other people to come in. Number two, in contrast to my last two episodes, if you've been listening and you definitely have seen that I had some conversations about equity within NFT projects. And when you buy an NFT, you're not getting equity into any company for the most part. You might get some say in a DAO or whatever it is, but a corporation that's behind what's going on, the actual business, that was not a thing until Christmas morning. There was a tweet that went out from the Plague of Frogs NFTs that they're giving away equity in their company. Now, very interesting. All the details are not out as yet. However, I just want to say that the owner is giving away a part of a corporation equity, and this will not fall under any kind of SEC things because it was not promised. It was not expected. It was just given. However, being a copycat league, if you will, I think a lot more projects, a lot more people are going to say, hey, let's give away equity into our companies. Now, that's going to muddy the waters and get things really crazy. I think certain companies are going to get themselves in a lot of trouble. However, some of these projects that were already out that might want to get a little splash in the water, if you will, they might just decide like, hey, we didn't promise anything either. So let's do the same thing. Let's give away equity and get a little bit more splash and a little bit more excitement, get back into the timelines of people. And if you look at some of the comments that were under that, it's kind of interesting to see that one of the most prominent ones that I saw under your announcement was a project founder. So we'll see how many project founders actually follow suit and try to do something similar. I like to think it's going to be quite a few. 
Number three, I think more NFTs are going to be priced in US dollars or stable coins. Because at this point, especially heading into a bull market, we get to the point where people just don't want to spend their ETH or their SOL or whatever it might be because they think the tokens are going to take off. So what I think is going to happen is they're going to start to price mint in dollars. So that way, whether it's USDC or USDT, whatever it might be, people can definitely go in there and they know exactly what the dollar figure is. They don't have to risk their assets. They just know, can this fit into my budget? Yes or no. And if there's someone who has the crypto, they can convert it out into whatever stable coin it is and just use that anyways. So I think that's going to be more popular because I see a lot of people, what they do anyways, rather than spending their crypto is they use whatever dollar amount that they actually have and buy fresh crypto at that moment, buy those NFTs and go into it. So that way they don't dip into their savings, if you will. They bring some fiat into Web3 onto the chain and then that's how they purchase their NFTs. So that's what I'm seeing a lot of people doing. So why not just price it out there in dollars and that's something that's been very common over on the Wax blockchain. A lot of those Funko activations, Nickelodeon activations, and so forth were actually priced in US dollars. So collectors coming into the space over there are aware of that. Those drops were like 50 bucks, $20 here and there, $10 for Hot Wheels, and so forth. So I think those things are going to kind of shift out, especially now that we're seeing that USDC could be uh, cross-chain and just makes it that much easier with different technologies that's allowing that USDC to be bridged cross-chain and do some interesting things. I expect USDC to kind of win out as a stable coin for pricing NFTs, but we'll see how that goes. Number four. Now, this is something that I can't take full credit for. I'm going to give props where props are due. And this actually was sparked by the idea from Evil Plan. Now, if you're not familiar, Evil Plan, he hosts a lot of overnight spaces, a great developer. He's doing an AI game. Uh, he's very active within Web3, NFTs, and so forth. But one thing that he brought to my attention is the fact that the vast majority of games that are coming online are just taking old games and trying to force Web3 and the blockchain into it, rather than a new type of game showing up that we've never seen anything like that before using blockchain technology. And if you take away the blockchain from it, that game would not be possible. Well, I'm going to think that there's going to be a game that's going to go mainstream or viral, if you will, that will not be possible outside of Web3. In other words, this game could not be created, this game could not be built without there being a blockchain. And that's what I think is going to be the quote-unquote mainstream game that's going to be a Web3 game, blockchain game. And these skins and everything that we often talk about, uh, very cool. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's just a very interesting thing that he brought up that, look, if the blockchain is not a part of that game and that game cannot run, well, that's the type of game that's going to really take off because you don't have to convince anyone to integrate blockchain. You don't have to convince anyone to get a wallet or anything. It's simply that the game could not be played without it and that's the only way to play it. And that's going to be the way to, I guess you would say, make one of these games go viral, catch on and go mainstream. It's because it doesn't exist anywhere else. So I'm expecting that to come this year. And number five, I'm going to sort of recycle what I said last year with the apps. However, I'm going to double down on and get a little bit more specific. Not only are in-app NFTs going to become more popular this year, but I think Solana and Polygon are going to lead the charge. I know that's not the hottest take ever, but just hear me out. As I said last year, people with their cell phones, like that is how the majority of the world interacts or gets online, I should say, interacts with the internet, the blockchain and so forth. And having these apps, it just makes sense to use a chain that has fast transactions at low cost and Polygon 
as I said, already bridged the gap to all the corporations and so forth. No executives are going to lose their job because they selected Polygon as their blockchain of choice. Now, other chains might have advantages and so forth, but I just think that once you see Starbucks and all those different companies go in, it just makes that much easier of a case to the rest of your board, the rest of your team to say, hey, we're going with Polygon. Now, with that said, I think Solana has some very interesting things going there that really makes it sort of consumer friendly, uh, very uh, creator friendly, if you will. They have some incubators and uh, they're giving grants and doing some very interesting things there. So I think those two in particular are going to be great ecosystems for people to integrate NFTs into apps. Now, number six, uh, we'll see how this one goes. However, I think NFL all-day NFTs are going to really take off this year. Now, the bull market from the first cycle of the NFT charge, if you will, it was really NBA top shots that made things amazing. However, now, Full disclosure, I am 100% biased on this one. Football is by far my favorite sport. However, I will say it is by far the most favorite sport in America. And I know America does not drive everything within crypto. Of course, the politicians, the political climate there, they're trying to push this out. And especially since this is an election year, who knows what could really happen. However, the popularity of the NBA is only going down. The popularity of the NFL is going up. And I think it's just very cool that these highlights that are in these football plays, I just think they're just so much more cool and collectible. There's only but so many dunks and crossovers that you could see before they all look the same. However, different catches, different cuts, jukes, uh, you name it, just ridiculous plays happen every single game. So I just think that it's going to be a very easy thing to collect, turn these things into different NFTs and moments and so forth. And the marketing really hasn't been so great to this point. Uh, hopefully they get that all straightened out, but I just think that the NFL all-day NFTs are going to be something that to keep an eye on this year. Now, I say that with this said, being a huge football fan myself, guess what? I currently own zero of these. I know I should be ashamed. I'm a huge football fan. I'm a huge NFT fan, and I don't own any of these football NFTs. <sighs> Shame on me. I know. No excuse. However, I know for sure that I will be in the ecosystem. I'll be collecting some. And this is not going to be for uh, sales purposes. This is just going to be for fun collectibles. And I think that's the main reason why I didn't jump in. I wanted to this season, but then I was just overstretched. I overspent during the bull market and so forth. And I know some of these are very inexpensive and they would have been fun to get into. But for the most part, I told myself that I was investing into the business and my equipment and all these other things. And I just wasn't going to dive too down that rabbit hole of just collector mode because at the end of the day, if I get into this, it really would not be for flipping or the value of them going up, even though I think they would. I just think that they are just cool. I think there's something that I would want as a consumer, and I just wasn't in consumer mode spending money on collectibles that much this year as I was in the last two years. However, I am calling it from now. 2024 is going to be a good year for me. I'm going to have a lot of uh, spending. I'm going to have a lot more fun. And yeah, I think great things are going to come out, and this is one of the things that I'm going to buy. I'm a huge football fan, as I said, and I think a lot of other people are going to come in through this. I just hope they get their marketing right. And the seventh and last point that I'm going to make is probably not going to be a popular one either, but I have a strong case for it. And that is the system or the ecosystem, I should say, to keep an eye on would be the BNB chain. Now, everyone probably gasps right there and says, how could I possibly say something like this? Do you know all of the issues over there and so forth? But hear me out. The reason why I think this is the ecosystem for NFTs to just keep an eye on for some interesting things happening in 2024 is the sure numbers 
outside of the Western world. So if you take away the US, Canada, and maybe parts of Europe, the vast majority of people have a favorable view of Binance, BNB, and the ecosystem that is over there. And I don't know if you know this, but they actually have a social media app called Binance Square within the Binance app. So there, it's like, I don't know what you would call it. It's kind of like Twitter. It's kind of like uh, uh, just it's everything. It's a social square. Everyone goes there. They share their things, their blog articles, and uh, their thoughts on crypto and so forth. And then some creators have access to live streams. So they have shows, they have gameplays, and all of these different things that's happening right inside the Binance app. And if you look at active wallets on chain, there's over 500 million active wallets. Now, some people say, oh, those are all bots. Those are all fake. But no, I truly believe that BNB has some of the most active users, people that are on chain because outside of the US, outside of the Western world, that is by far the most popular exchange. And then the chain, of course, although a separate entity than Binance, does have that link, right? So a lot of people, real people with verified wallets with their IDs have Binance accounts and they're using the BNB chain. And I think, I think that makes it really, really interesting and potential to build things and create things outside of the US. So keep an eye on that. I definitely will be. It's a very interesting ecosystem. And if you are in a region where you can use the Binance app, just go in there and just take a look around whether or not you put any funds on the exchange, you believe what's going on there or not, whatever. I'm just saying, just take a look at the activity that's going there and you go onto those live streams. Those are real people, sometimes tens, up to 100,000 people on a live stream. And guess what? This is during the slow times. This is the bear market. So just imagine when there is even more excitement as prices are going up and more people in the developing world are coming into Web3. BNB is something to keep an eye on, and I think they're going to develop some cool NFTs, some cool games. There's games over there, too, and not even touching that and trying to bring in all play-to-earn gamers in Southeast Asia and Africa and all these other places, which I'm not even touching all that. But just check out what's going on over there, and we'll revisit this in a year see what I got right, what I got wrong. Hopefully I do better than 50% this year, but only time will tell. I would love to hear what your thoughts are on this, where I got it right, where I got it wrong. Please feel free to bicker. Send me a voice note if you really want to at Tropic Vibes on X. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we are learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.